Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. And welcome to Dice and Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, "What happens if you cast Awaken on a baby?" Uh, it wakes up. Is, uh, is that face. even possible? I don't know if that's possible, right? Because it's all. Because I mean, because no, the thing with the thing with Awaken is that it makes a non-sapient creature sapient. But are babies are, sapient? Babies are fucking sapient. They're just babies. They're just dumb. <laughs> You're just a little bum. Well, a little, okay. A lot. They're fucking stupid as hell. Are <laughs> babies sapient? They're fucking. Okay. Yes. Okay. No. 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 You no. 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 Grow sapients. It, you have it. <laughs> no. When does consciousness it's a, it comes, arise? It's like a package fucking deal. No, you don't start sapient. What are you talking? Yes, about? you do. You cannot tell me that a baby is aware of jack or shit. It's hungry and it farts. That is what a dog does. A dog. <laughs> is okay. Also tell aware tell of me this things. much. Tell me this much. Which is smarter, your dog who can understand approximately as much as a bit as a toddler can, or this newborn who understands shit fuck about the world? No 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 no. Smart does not mean sapient. That's that is, you. I think we're getting not... into a debate that we're not ready to have because this also has to do with things like are dogs aware of like emotions and shit, which <laughs> they definitely are. But like, I I don't think that you're ready for this conversation because it's more complicated than you than I think that. I think that you're aware there. I, I, like I a... would I would like to quote a specific line from the Awaken ritual. Mm-hmm. You grant intelligence to the target, quote, transforming it into a beast. Well, babies are beasts, so... They're already beasts. Okay. What are babies? Th- what? I, <laughs> what? Okay, They're you know beasts. What? They're horrid little things. <laughs> you know I didn't what? know that there was a different category between, like... Sapient creatures being us as beasts and then baby. <laughs> you know, I you know I would like to say I would like to thank us all for being generally funny and not taking the low hanging fruit of Boss Baby. Like oh, I forgot about the Go Boss Baby. 
I could easily go boss baby. I would love a boss baby character type in Pathfinder 2e. Oh, Jesus, I would not put it past you. Uh, would we like to play some Pathfinder? Because um, we are... A, I just, just before anything else, uh, when we were preparing and leveling up for uh, this, this is the final Book of Extinction Curse, of course, and I did look at the, the name of uh, this chapter, and Ritz and I had a full-on, like, nearly sobbing session in our messages with each other because of the name <laughs> of this chapter. Um... And I'll name it when we get to it. But fellas, are we ready to hop in one last time to the Extinction Curse? If you say one last Why? time, one more time, I'm going to fucking kill you. Why would you this say is that? Not, this isn't the last fucking session. But it's the last time we start a book. Die. Yeah, but it's not the last session. We're not I... hopping in for the last time. <clears throat> oh, God. And they're continuing anyway. I'm continuing anyway. Of course he is. <laughs> in the middle of the inner sea a gem of civilization glows the Isle of Cortos and the Isle of Aaron both created almost 5,000 years ago by the god Arab despite its troubled past the wars have been fought over it, the bloodshed and despair. It is home to so many. Good people, bad people, people. We see a small town on the Isle of Erin. A dwarf sits in a, a tavern eating a sandwich full of hay as she recounts to her uh, to listeners. Yeah, I was there when they came. I didn't think much of them at first. Three of them in this, uh, this very tavern came up to me and started me asking me all sorts of questions. Didn't think much of it at first, but I tell you, I went down to their show later and the stuff I saw, I could not believe my eyes. In the city of Eskadar, a woman uh, sits in her office speaking to uh, a scribe as she dictates um, the a speech she's to give the city later in the week to commemorate her re-election as captain of the guard of this city. She looks into the air as she speaks and says, but certainly I would not have been able to do it on my own. On their travels, we were actually aided by all things by a traveling circus. They helped crack down on corruption in the city and captured one of the most dangerous villains we've ever had to deal with. One Mistress Dusklight. I don't know if uh, they hadn't been there, if we would have caught either her or the guards who were helping her control her criminal empire. And for that, I will always be grateful. Across the uh, sea, in the city of Carrick, an undertaker is helping a woman say her condolences to her departed husband. But as uh, she stops, she looks at one of the paintings on his wall and says, What is this? He smiles and says, Well, this is actually a gift from uh, the town of Fenry. Uh, you, it's a little north of here. Pugfolk. Delightful, delightful people. They gave it to me to commemorate uh, a group of adventurers who passed through here recently. Fine folk, all of them. 
And then we see this town of Willowside. Only just starting to recover as a gleaming orb in the distance keeps this town alight. It glows far brighter than anything that uh, once stood in this tower. And already the cleansing rains that comes to this town heals it, helps it go on. As three brothers stand in front of a crowd of children pantomiming to them. And then... I took my sword and stabbed it into the chest of the lich. It clenched its teeth and snarled at me, cursing me for millennia as it crumbled to dust. And so, Willowside was saved from the dreaded cult of Dagon. A few of the children giggle, but uh, one puts up his hand and says, What about the circus? They were uh, helping Ultra all this, weren't they? And for a moment, he looks almost annoyed before he chuckles and laughs. I suppose they did, didn't they? I wonder where they are now. Welcome, everyone, to the final book of Extinction Curse. The Apocalypse Prophet. Chapter 1. End of the Road. Die. Why is it named that? Because they want to hurt us. <laughs> and it worked. It's working. They don't, they don't like it when I'm happy. <clears throat> so. We've come a long way, huh? Mm-hmm. Tree adventures stand at the bow of the Geode Center, the very ship that brought them to Willowside in the first place as it departs. You are all headed down south to the uh, city of Diabel. It's been a few days and you've all been resting. Accompanying you are a group of unusual folks, a Caligny, a... Um, a fungus leshy, a serpent folk worm that walks, a quote-unquote dead god lives once again, a four-armed gug, a uh, dog made of crystals, a giant worm, yeah, and a palace which is just on the deck of the ship. <laughs> yeah, fair, okay. Why not? I'm going to hop around to each of you and ask how's everyone's doing. So uh, we're going to start with... Uh, Ariato. Hi. Ariato, as you stand at uh, the bow of the ship, uh, you have uh, just come from a discussion with Helg. Mm-hmm. And you have successfully convinced her even though she doesn't necessarily need it, to later on in the day, before you get to Diabelle, or maybe even after you got to Diabelle and once you set up, drink from the Grail of uh, Twisted Desires. <laughs> Officially converting her to the Church of Nocticula and giving her a new start where she can see herself as a redeemed creature. <laughs> yes! Another. <laughs> Stop. How are you Stop doing? 
How, like, how- it's been a few days, I will say, at last your radiation sickness has worn off. Thank god she you is don't, elated. Yeah, you, you have literally been sickened for the last book. All your rolls and all- everything has been, like, down by one for, like, a month or two by now. And finally you're back to your full power. Thank goodness. Oh my god, I can get get all this off of my freaking sheet. <laughs> How are you doing? It's been a few days since you left Willowside, and even more since you left the Vault of the Vask, which is the name uh, formerly given to the Black Desert. How has Ariadne been doing? How is stuff in general? Uh, I think she's been doing pretty okay. So far, she's had a good, a pretty good day. Uh, converted another. Sick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I... Out of the out of the sands, which is amazing. No longer sick. Fucking great. Yeah, she. I think she's just she's feeling happy. She's feeling good. Let's see how long that lasts. Fair enough, honestly. <laughs> um, okay. Um, you are now a level eighteen, Ariato. That is true. So I got a skill feats, I got a sorcerer and oracle feats, because class feats are, for, are this level, and a new spell. Yeah? Okay. And what, yeah. Do you want to tell us about any of them, or are they surprises? Uh, I can tell you about some of them. Actually, no, I'll tell them. I'll tell all of them. It's fine. Okay, um, go for it. We'll start with the most terrifying. She got debilitating dichotomy. Yep! Uh, Pathfinder 2E fans uh, who are familiar with the Oracle know how fucking horrifying that is. Not just for me, but for KK. Yeah. What's debilitating dichotomy do? So, um, basically, I target someone and give them an insight on the unchecked power that I have and what happens when I let go. Mm -hmm. So, I I believe it's a will save that um, mm -hmm. the target has to make, and that I have to make. Yep. <laughs> and, um, should they fail their will save, they take base, base, 96 damage? Mm-hmm. It is risen by now because of your heightening to 24d6 damage. Yeah. Oh my god. With the drawback of, you also have to save for this and take that damage. What the fuck? Uh-huh, so shit. literally it's her, it's, it is her self-destruct button. It is the, oh fuck, oh god, everything's gone wrong. Nuclear option. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Yeah. It's a fun one. I'll say that much. Yeah, it could be pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, did you get anything else? Uh, I also got Echoing Spell mm -hmm. as a sorcerer. So basically, any spell that's level 4 or lower and has no duration, I could use uh, I could use my last action to repeat said spell. So you can just cast it twice? Yeah. God damn! Without needing to use um, quicken casting. Yeah, holy shit! That does mean you could throw out two fireballs in one in one turn. Yeah, if it felt like it. 
<laughs> fucking insane. <laughs> uh, it, it also doesn't have like a once per day thing. So you can just keep so doing just that. Keep fucking doing it so long as it's uh, lower than fourth and has no duration. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. Okay. And I'll keep the spells a surprise because I, I like being caught off guard by those. Okay. All right. Uh, then for my skill feat, mm-hmm. last thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Since we're level 18 and skill feats no longer matter, uh, I got continual recovery. <laughs> That's a good one to have in fairness. I mean, yeah, but still. There's <laughs> level 18, level 2. Yeah. <laughs> Continual recovery means you can use treat wounds every 10 minutes instead of every hour, which is good. They do give you way too many skill feats and there's not enough to choose from. Uh, yes. I'm making that book very slowly. But yeah, that's you, Ariato. Level 18. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go one to the side now. Uh, and that is going to be Dave. So, Royari Sansarnax. Yes. It's been difficult, I assume. Uh-huh. Your journey to the Vault of the Vask was an eye-opener. It was stressful. It made you reevaluate some things. But you came out in one piece and you gave so many people a second chance. You can look over your shoulder and you see... Um, <laughs> Cormenter uh, is standing beside um, uh, beside Wurples and uh, she is in the shade she's squinting really badly but beside her is Kufar and Kufar is staring at the sky with this wonder in his eyes like he's never seen anything half as beautiful as this mm-hmm. none of these people have seen the sky before except well Panacea and um, Vasilia. You know, Panacea is the best character this entire campaign, so... I'm... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just the facts! But most of these guys have not seen the sky before, and it's... It's incredible. It really is. How how are you doing? Um, I think that Rayari is avoiding thinking about anything that stresses him out too much, which is fair, I think. Um, I think that she's just, um, trying to focus on the fact that they were able to help a bunch of people that matter a lot to, matter a lot to her, and I think that she's happy about that. I think it makes her happy to see people looking excited, even nervous about the sky because it's something new. I think it's just, um, it makes him happy. So I think that right now, right now, they're in a better mood. However, it takes them slightly longer to do their makeup because of, in general, because of the the more circles under the eye. (laughs) Fair enough. So, Royari, Mm -hmm. level 18. Crazy, right? Yeah. Um, Oh, God, what was the skill feat? Let's check. Let's see what my skill feat Uh, was. I'd love you to tell us what the skill feat was on... Because if you taught that KK taking that feat was bad, wait till you hear what Dave took. I got charlatan. That's oh. right. I, it is a deception, it's a deception feat. And I got it for a my le- 18th level. A and level you wanna... one. Yep. A level one. You, know, you want to know what it does? Mm-hmm. I can pretend that, it, like, if I was, like, I don't know, using a magic item, which I have many... Like I don't, the, oh, I think the golden nodule can cast a spell, right? 
Yeah, they can cast augury or no comprehend language. I can pretend like I physically casted the spell. <laughs> Will that ever come in useful? Not the fucking chance. But it looks <laughs> funny when Royari does it. Royari just learned to do it for the Please. fuck of it. Yeah, it's literally just, just a fucking fuck party trick. Check this out, guys! And did that, you know? <laughs> oh uh, what else did you get? What good stuff did you get? I got a feat. I believe it was for being a champion. I don't That's know. correct, it is. Um, I got Litany Against Wrath. Mm-hmm. It sounds so intense. Um, when I... When a creature... When something attacks a good creature... I can use this, then they'll need to attempt a will save. Mm -hmm. And if they fail, um, they'll start taking, I think, yeah, they take like 3d6 good damage. 9d6 good damage. Oh, I guess I just fucking... 9d6 good damage every time they attack an opponent. Oh, joy. Basically, you say, you... A litany in uh, religious text is kind of like when you, like, uh, rail and rant against something. So this is you being like, stop being angry and evil, fuck you! Going on a little rant about how they should be nicer to everyone. And they'll take good damage every time they stop being nice to people. I think I'm winning. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I got... I got a new finisher. Mm-hmm. I'm winning. I got lethal finisher this time, um, which is not something that I'll always use um, because it can kill people, and I don't always want to kill people, but sometimes I do, and that's good. Um, but it just does more damage. I believe Basically, that if yeah. they fail... Yeah, you have to make a fortitude like, save against the finisher instead mm-hmm. of your regular finisher damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if they critically succeed, they still take six damage. Mm-hmm. Um, if they critically fail, it's 18d6. So I think that you guys should know that I am sexy and cool and epic, and you cannot kill me. Yeah, basically, if they crit fail against this thing, you do triple finisher damage, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is you, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. And lastly, but not leastly, Volio Via. Hi. The Black Desert held answers for you that you were not necessarily expecting. Yeah. And you have learned a lot about yourself, your powers, your patrons, dear Oddbody. Dear sweet Oddbody. It's come a long way. You have been uh, spending the last few days uh, when you go to sleep kind of like dreaming weird dreams not ones you remember and not ones with stories just weird dreams which you assume is Ilsetsia contacting your unconscious self and uh, giving you a few pointers on your chaos magic like she uh, said she would mm-hmm. and your chaos magic has been getting better and we'll get into that in a little bit but up here on the surface you've been Panacea has taken a huge shining to you he really enjoys being in your presence. Um, you're the first person to not laugh at him for his thing. Oh, I mean, you did laugh at him, but like you quickly <laughs> tried to help him. And I think he, he really did. appreciated that. Um, mm-hmm. So he spends a lot of time with you. 
when you're not, um, Oddbody has been decidedly just as bad as ever, but you understand him now, and this, what you before assumed was like this weird, creeping malice, you now understand is just stupid playfulness. Yeah. And it's made him more bearable. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Um, I gotta be honest, he's been fighting the urge to try and convince uh, Panacea that the sun has bones. <laughs> Panacea is from the surface! I think, Panacea- I think that Volio is now evil aligned. Pan- for that one. Panacea is from the surface! <laughs> is he? Yes! He's from the Isle of Cortos, no less! <laughs> Even better, he's fighting back the urge to try and convince him that the sun has since gained bones. <laughs> oh what my the god. Fuck? Oh, there's no taking the volley out of the, uh huh. <laughs> no. Are you doing good? Um. I don't know if it's a question that can be answered in like a, t- in, in a yes or no answer. Uh, he's not doing awful. Mm-hmm. He's he's doing. He's doing better. Okay, I think that's a very good he's, answer. Yeah, he's getting out of it. I'm proud of him. Um, so we're gonna just hop into it. Volio, you're level. You're level eighteen. Yeah. That's fucking scary for a barbarian. Uh, Let's talk. Scary Uh, for a clown. (laughs) No one should give a clown. You might well be the strongest clown on Galarian. Good. I actually don't know. I don't know in Pathfinder lore if there's any like many other clowns who are your level. So you may well be the strongest clown in the world. If we don't reach level twenty in this campaign, uh, then I will in fact have Volu reach level twenty on his own. And he will be the strongest clown on Glaren. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. We'll just have to wait and see. So, what do you get the, uh, this level? Uh, I got the feat uh, Reckless Abandon. Okay, and what does that do? Um, makes me abandon recklessly. Okay, uh, I get true. a plus two to like what stack rolls if I uh, turn it on. Uh, but also like a minus two to AC, so it makes it easier to hit me, but easier to hit other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, and you can activate like a... yeah you activate this for free when you hit half HP yeah when I hit half HP I can do that so basically you enter double rage when you enter half HP you become much easier to hit but you hit much harder too the like this one. this for for context makes you essentially two levels higher when it comes to hitting people uh, which is really strong uh <laughs> You also, this level, got Master uh, Spellcasting from your Witch Self. Mm-hmm. Um, which gave you more spells. It did. Are you keeping those a secret? I think you should. Yeah, I will. Okay. And lastly, you got a fucking skill feat. I did get a skill feat. Uh... In fairness, it's not a garbage one like the others. <laughs> it isn't. It's actually useful. I got Craft Anything. Mm-hmm. Which, uh lets me in a day make just pretty much anything I need. Yeah. As long as I have the materials and I can buy the materials. Yeah. So essentially this means technically 
you never have to set foot in Gertie's ever again. Exactly. I'll never have to do it. Aldo, where's the fun in that? I I said that, and like, this is, we record this like a week before it goes live. I said that, and I felt the audience breathing down my neck. <laughs> I, I felt the future imprint of all the audience getting so fucking mad, getting demanding Gertie content. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, is that it, Folio? Yeah, that's probably about it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna leave you guys to uh, RP um, because it's a it's about the afternoon, and today's a day that you're probably going to get to die about. So you're just kind of waiting to see it on the horizon, and I leave you to it. So, fellas, hop into character. Are they all out on the same place? Yeah, you're all by the bow of the ship. I think uh, uh, Folio's kind of like leaning over the edge of the boat. Um, just casually, as you do with like both ovals on the thing. Um, and then he like turns to Royari and Ariato, uh, and he's like, hey, watch this. Um, mm-hmm. And then like, he does like a just like the worst parlor trick where it looks like he's like throwing Odd Body up, and Odd Body goes overboard into the water. Yes? Uh huh. It's like seasickness, but first. <laughs> did did you just is that the parlor trick throwing odd body into the water? No, is the that trick the fucking is that par- it looks like it came out of Volio. Oh, oh, okay. He, he did it Volio. like you know how people will like uh, turn to their side. And oh, like, and they'll oh, pretend okay. to like puke. Yeah, you did for context. They, like, did, you did show him overboard though, right? That is true. Yes. <laughs> oh goodbye, odd body. Uh, see uh, you it's today. Fair. It's okay. Volio, He's not dead. Zephyr you... <laughs> kill him. Odd body, come back. Okay, he. I think he does come out of the water. He is wet. You've never seen wet odd body before. I don't think I'm gonna describe this, but it is quite horrifying. He rings him Why? out with a towel. Oh, he's fine. He gets completely dry oh immediately. <laughs> Great. Thank you. This is, it's moments like this that I am thankful that I am just a human being who is good at hitting things. <laughs> oh yes, you don't have the responsibility of a little boy, do you? I don't. I have the responsibility of you two, though. <laughs> Which is arguably worse. Yeah, because we have the magic. Yes, we do, yes. and telling you not to cast the evil spell that kills people before we talk to them is difficult. Not... I don't have any... Okay, I have one evil spell that's because of my fucking demon blood. I don't mind that you have an evil spell. I'm just talking about the fact that you can kill people very, very easily, and you threaten people a lot. I love you, though. Love you. And I do do that. It's great. (laughs) I know, I know you love to do that and I don't mind when we've spoken to them first I think it is always morally correct to um, cast you... a killer on a random person Volio, <laughs> I could say words to you but they would be out of line and not funny so I won't 
Just know that I could and I am holding myself back for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, you're such a hero. I am. I really am. Oh, yes. Um, so I think, um, as you guys are kind of, like, uh, fucking around, um, you hear, uh, a cry from the captain. Mm. Um, one, uh, T Captain Tiratel Uncred, the, uh, aquatic elf that Royari you flirted with when you entered, uh, Willowside for the first time. Oh my god. Uh, and she says... Hey everyone! Land ho! Oh, Royal points at Rayari. Yes, that's me! It's you! <laughs> As you gaze uh, outwards, you see it. On the western coast of the Isle of Corchos, where once stood a mighty siege town, rests the flooded port city of Diabel. The city's inner harbor is protected by a giant maze of shipwrecked war barges, crumbling walls, and haphazard jetties of iron and wood. Inside the maze uh, lies a wide bay, which provides calm water and safe passage to the boats uh, which enter and leave the city every day. You see that the town itself stands in suspended pylons above these docks, hanging, and in some places, hanging precariously on the rocky shore of the bay. And yet, despite this almost haphazard architecture, the buildings themselves are old. They are strong, proud, and covered with lichen that has weathered countless high tides and sea storms. This is an old city, one of the largest outside of Absalom on the entire Isle of Cortos. And it is here that you are pulling in slowly. And uh, there's a few, like, uh, guards who, uh, you know, come up, inspect the ship, make sure you're not smuggling stuff, and are very confused when your motley crew uh, kind of, like, unpacks Volu. You fold away a literal palace, uh, which has everyone's stuff in it. Um, and uh, Tiratel Uncred kind of waves goodbye at you and says, Knock their socks off, guys! Oh, we will. Will do. Um, as you kind of step off, a guard looks at you and says, uh, uh, sorry, uh, you're not circus folk, are you? Oh, they're not. We are? Okay. Oh, sorry, my mistake. That was a yeah, lie. It's... He's lying. No, so like... Raffle does it for everyone. Did everyone thinks I'm a clown. Oh my god, you literally are. This level three NPC literally cannot succeed on a, a perception check against your deception. He <laughs> fully believes you. Like, there's no contest. Ariari's <laughs> like, we're the wandering three. We are circus folk. There's like ten of you. Yes, well, we gathered some more. We're the wandering ten right now. Does that make you happy? I, sorry, I didn't mean to assume. Um, <clears throat> weird question. You're not involved with another circus group, are you? Yes, we oh. are. Uh, do you, and he checks a little pamphlet. Uh, and he pulls out one of your very own circus flyers. The oh. Circus of Wayward Wonders? Yes, that's us. Oh, yeah, okay. We were told that uh, you might have some uh, more folks coming in. You did say to only expect three, but... Hmm. Well, we gathered more. Well... We have um, fun. You'll find that uh, 
you're already all set up um, on the north edge of town. Uh, they've been practicing fairly hard for about a week. Um, so I suppose it's a good time for you guys to go over and check them out. Thank you. Uh, good luck, everyone. Uh, and they kind of pass and says, Welcome to Diabel, doorway to Absalom. And with that, you guys start moving. Uh, this whole place feels like um, a board, like it feels like a city of boardwalk districts, you know. Like there is food everywhere. Um, you can smell like all kinds of scents. It's really, it's wild. It's also really hard to navigate. There's a lot of winding stone, like uh, winding wooden paths that kind of like cross around on top of each other. Very Limsa Lominsa. <laughs> um. But as you kind of head more inland, the city becomes more normal until you find, uh, off in the distance, a circus with a beautiful big purple and gold top. But there's something else there. Mm -hmm. Standing next to uh, a stuffed Tyrannosaurus, you see a giant contraption. It's like um, a load of ladders stacked horizontally or vertically upwards on top of each other uh, and then they've got like a train track rail going around them in a big big circuit and you can see a little wooden carriage uh, like almost like a mini train cart swooping up and down these things and you realize you've actually been shown one of these uh, in a picture months ago by the professor it's a roller coaster oh <gasps> Oh my god. Oh my god, they actually did it. <laughs> they did it? Holy shit. You guys want to go check out the, uh, t uh, the circus? I have tried it. Yes! Let's let's let's, let's go say hello to everybody first. Um, Second vote. I think... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Volio, are you going to scamper off and get on the fucking roller coaster? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you like... You like you, you guys are approaching, and uh, by the fences you see um, a few members of the uh, sideshow of everyday wonders, and um, kind of looking up at you in surprise, uh, like the bearded man and tattooed woman look up at you, and you're like, "Oh my god, you're back!" Whoa! As Volley pushes past. Excuse me, out of the Panacea kind of scampers after. I want to try it too. Oh, fuck yeah, come along! And the rest of you kind of come up as they look at you, and Gideron Elbus kind of uh, looks at you and says, Wandering Tree, you're back from your perilous Wait. journey. How are you? We're wonderful now that we're not in radiation. What? Doing great. Oh, don't worry about it. We are here, and everything is fine. To Hala Road Watcher, uh, I think pulls you both into a big hug and says, We miss you all terribly. We'll have to tell everyone. Get. At least get. Uh, like, let them know you're back. Uh, fellas! The Wandering Tree are back! And she turns and says, And they've brought some friends! Meanwhile, in the background, you hear, like, Whippy! Ah! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um. The reunion is sweet. The professor is overjoyed. You've never seen him look so emotional. Um, 
Axel is giddily catching up with you, Volio. Um, yeah. Ariato, you are swarmed. <laughs> <laughs> you've got Scarlet, you've got Gitzib, you've got Darling the Kitten, you've got um, Orb Gideon, you've got... Um, I love the idea of Orb Gideon just like rolling. He, he, yeah, he bounces towards you. Um, uh, you've got uh, Cubby. Everyone like is so enthusiastic to see you again. Oh my god, she <laughs> is in heaven. <laughs> she is so fucking happy right now. You guys introduce your uh, new companions. They introduce uh, the circus introduces themselves right back. Uh, and lunch is being served, uh, cooked up specially for your return. Um, some delicious crisp uh, bread with some uh, olive oil and some salt. Um, it's really tasty. And I think... Uh, I think we're going to cut right into this conversation. Um mm-hmm. As the professor is smiling to you all and says, I'll be honest, I was really hoping you'd show up. Oh? Well, did we, you miss us so much? Well, yes. We we did fairly well in the other towns on the way to Diabelle. We even got the new roller coaster. Do you like it? Do you like it? Oh, it's fantastic. Pennsy and I had a blast. I call it the Mighty Mouse. We'll work on it. No, because it, it, squeak, it squeaks like a mouse. I love it. Thank you. That's the, that's the reaction I was looking for. <laughs> and um, Elysia kind of cops, uh, clears her throat and says, Well, you know, I reckon we're more happy to have you back for a different reason, you know? Um, and uh, you see the uh, dwarven showers all kind of like exchanged an excited look with one another um not saying anything but certainly like hi- visibly hyping something up now what are you hyping uh Mordain kind of leans forward and says while you were down in the underworld causing a scene oh I caused many scenes we had some fantastic news Something massive is coming to Absalom. What? Uh, and I think, uh, grinning, Axel kind of clears his throat and says, They call it the Radiant Festival. Oh! oh my God. It's a Radiant Festival? Yeah! Um. Well, I suppose it makes sense. That, uh, well, yes. I mean, I was there a hundred years ago when it got cancelled, because, you know... Um, I don't think Royari Oriato, you know what the Radiant Festival is. What? Wait, what is the Radiant Festival? Hello? Uh, I so mean, I it assume is, it's a festival. I don't know a bunch about it because I didn't get to go, obviously, but it's a festival that happens, it's supposed to happen every 100 years um, to, you know, celebrate uh, Epsilon, I suppose? Um, Everyone nods enthusiastically to agree with you. Yes. Uh, Elden has something to do with this. It. Um, ah. Little bit. Okay. Well, so I think... That's kind of why it got cancelled. I think uh, the professor nods a little bit and says, 
Well, if you want to say demand that created the Isle of Cortos has something to do with the Prime Cortos Festival, well, honestly, it's more of a Galarian festival, really. Oh. It's, like you said, it's supposed to happen every 100 years. A massive meeting of the minds, people from the world over showing off the latest in magical and scientific innovations. Maybe. Oh. You'll have people okay. from the far north of Irisen bringing forward the most beautiful ice sculptures. The inventors of Alkenstar bring their steamships and their innovative weapons. Uh, far off Minkai will bring uh, legends of the samurai, whereas even Arcadia, off to the far west, will bring their stories of gunslingers and dragon hunters. Ooh, okay. For context, it is essentially... The World Trade Fair. Like the one they had in Chicago uh, in the 1890s. Yep. Yeah. Mordain leans forward and says, This is a once in a... Literally a once in a lifetime opportunity. And we have gotten word of something. Mm-hmm. Tell us oh. more. There are talent scouts in Diabell here to watch our performance. Oh my god. <laughs> I have. Oh my god. Um, I think Dingo clears the throat and says, uh, Not only is this our chance to perform in Absalom of all places, it's a chance to be part of a literally once in a lifetime opportunity that will s- literally go down in history. <laughs> Five times in a lifetime for me. <laughs> Alright, dickhead, Axel says, kind of grinning. Well, it's actually four because you missed the last one, huh? Lol. <laughs> this is a wonderful opportunity. That's uh, it. Immediately. I, we gotta do it. Yes. I yes, think everyone yes. looks at each other. The professor kind of clears his throat and says, Yes, well, actually, I kind of stalled for a week because um, our fortune telling friend over here, uh, he points at the uh, mechanical fortune teller that you stole from uh, Mistress Dusk Knights. She said that you might be back and. Honestly, I wouldn't want you to not be here for such an important occasion for us. Listen. Sorry for taking so long. You see, we were saving the world and all that. I'm going I'm to put it simple. We do this, mm. and we will literally be forever known as one of the greatest performances of all time. You've already gone down, I'd say, in history now, as legendary heroes we can make the Circus of Wayward Wonders just as legendary. We can perform... We can perform in Absalom during the Radiant Festival. We have a week. We have a week that we're going to wait before we perform. You tree... We can handle it on ourselves, but you tree here, I am certain we will do a performance like no other. Um, Bularu kind of like cracks his back from behind and he says oh that aside speaking of your whole heroics thing how'd that go? well the Isle of Cortos will remain alive and well yes yeah you finished it then well we have one more thing to do we have to uh, I, believe, I believe we have to go to a certain place in the mountains um that <laughs> has something to do with Aridin. But all of the, the the towers that we've been going to, all of that, handled. 
We don't have to do any more. I think so, so no more of that. The professor nods and says, Right, so bring these reflection things back into the mountains and yes. revitalize life on the Isle of Cortos? Yes. Well, uh-huh. you can do that next week. Oh, you know, the the world can wait a minute. It well, sure can. D-World can wait a minute, and ours can't. <laughs> I'm not, don't worry. I care about the circus a lot. Listen, and listen. I definitely care about getting to perform in Absalom during the Radiant Fucking Festival. This circus, as far as we're concerned, is our world. So. <laughs> oh, very much so. Are you kidding? Um... <laughs> So I think, um, as you're all, uh, kind of talking, um, Esme kind of, like, uh, looks around and says, um, I mean, it's not like you'll not be able to look for clues, right? You'll be able to figure some stuff out before heading. Uh, Diabelle's kind of in the middle of Kortos. Well, it's on the south edge, but it's not that far from the Kortos Mountains, so you'll be able to head afterwards. Find some information yeah. first. Perfect. Um, and Zyrolal kind of nods and says, Yeah, like the fastest way to actually get there. Oh, yes. We will figure out a route. Evora nods and says, um, And this time you will not need to be ones promoting the circus. And beside her, Gulgat the Zulgat kind of nods excitedly and says, Yes, we have already been doing this and we will continue to. I, the great Gulgat, have advertised the circus of wayward wonders to this fleshy surface dwellers. And uh, I had Kambali uh, crosses his arms and says, For once, you can all take a, day, a week off. Take some time to yourselves. We'll handle all the marketing. Elysia smiles and says, But for now, we have seven days to prepare for one hell of a performance. Why don't we give it our all? We've been doing a load of practic- practicing. Let's go out. Mm-hmm. Let's do our best, okay? Yes. Aye, aye. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys have seven days of downtime. So uh, you can do downtime scenes. You can talk to specific NPCs uh, that you want to, like, have a word with. So if you there's anyone you want to catch up with, other than that, if you want to go uh, into town looking for clues, looking for wares, there's probably going to be a chance to do that. So, what do you guys do? Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to episode 69, nice, of Dice will roll, uh, episode one of the Apocalypse Prophet. I hope you guys are enjoying so far. Uh, Just letting you all know that... uh, there's going to be some stuff going up on the Patreon uh, today and over the week. Uh, today, we are going to be pulling up the blooper reel uh, for book five. So all the times that we goofed up, we did silly bits. If you just want an extended cut of stuff from Dice to Roll, that's where you'll find it. Um, you can also find ad-free episodes. So if you'd want to stop hearing me talk in the middle of the episodes, you'll be able to get it over there. Uh, you can get discounts on merch. Right now, we have a discount on on some uh, Gertie Gold Pockets merch 
uh, that you can find uh, made by our wonderful artist friend Luke Drawstings. Also going up this week are the character sheets for uh, all the p characters. Uh, if you want to see what the Wandering Tree are like at level 18, don't want to wait around to see the secret spells hidden from you by the, our players, well, go to our Patreon and you'll also be able to get those. And finally, uh, we are trying to get uh, the last Patreon characters who were submitted to make cameos in the show. Um, you're going to hear a few of them mentioned later in the episode, and there will be more throughout this book. But characters like Panacea, who belongs to Luke Drawstings, or Zaralel, who belongs to Roxy, are all characters that belong to listeners who got their characters in the show. I'm not sure we will have much room for more ones in Extinction Curse, however, uh, Season 3 is around the corner, and uh, priority will be given to uh, existing patrons when we start prepping for cameos for Campaign 3 of Dice Will Roll. So, get in early! You, you're gonna want to have your NPCs in that one, I'm telling you that much. You can find all of that at patreon.com slash dicerroll. Come give us some support. We especially need it while we're prepping for uh, campaign tree because goodness gracious knows we got a lot of big stuff coming with that one. <laughs> uh, that's all for now. Thank you all so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of the studio episode. And as always, keep it rolling. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today, or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Uh, I can roll a <laughs> dice if no one wants to throw themselves first. I have people I want to talk to. Okay. Uh, uh, is there anyone you'd like to talk to in particular? Got maybe like a... I don't know about like a list, because it's not that long. But he's got like definitely one or two people he wants to talk to. Now that okay. he's back. Well, who? Who do you uh, want to talk to? Axel. Axel, okay. Where do you think Axel is when you go find him? <sighs> God, where the loser hang out. <laughs> um, uh, he's had his character development. He's much less of a loser. Be... He's still a loser. A Come on. Bit. Come on. Definitely. Um, I think he's probably uh, tending to the animals. He, after all this, he and Bardolph have gone pretty close to each other. Really? Yeah, I mean, you made him sleep in the same uh, place as Bardolph for, like, months. Of course he's close to him now. <laughs> That's true! Oh. So I think he's grooming Bardolph when you go find him. <laughs> um, uh, Folio... If he's grooming Bardolph, then Folio makes it a point to kind of, like, sneak up behind him. Uh, and he kind of, like... Is he standing while he's doing it? Oh no, he's what? he's like kneeling. Okay, then Volio's definitely like leaning over, like directly like behind him, leans over him, so his face is like upside down in his vision. Ah! He's like, hello, Volio. God damn it! <laughs> Hi. Did I How find you? you? 
No, Volio, I said, ah, for the fun of it. <laughs> Hilarious, that was very funny. I know, um, I've been taking tips. <laughs> How have you been? You know, I've been good. I've been feeling a lot more confident. Good. Yes, How about you, you? You seem less like you're going to blow everyone up. He kind of grins. <laughs> yeah. That's yes. good. Um, I'm theatre. That's what I'll say. So, do you want to help me groom Bardolph? We can make a, a, a boy's day of it. Oh, yes. I would love a boy's day. Do you mind a plus one? Uh, I literally just invited you, so I, I would love a plus one. No, a plus one to me. Oh, and God. Odd, odd body peeks out. Ah, oh, okay, it's fine. He's <laughs> high odd body. And odd body goes... And Axel blinks. Oh. Oh, he's... He stopped talking? I can do that. I can make him stop talking. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I kind of didn't realize that I was making him talk to begin with. It was kind of like a deep mental thing. Ha, huh, okay. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> he says, looking like to the side. <laughs> Fucked up, right? Anyways. Yeah, uh, a little he bit. He grabs a brush and he starts uh, fucking fermenting Bardolph. Okay. Bardolph is dead asleep at this point. Um, I heard he was dead. Oh my god. <laughs> jaw too. Don't start with that. Um, Christ. He's an old man already. Um, Axel kind of smiles at you as he's doing this. So, you excited to finally go to a real Radiant Festival? Yeah. Um, <laughs> funny thing about it. Uh, when I was younger, a hundred years ago, uh -huh. I was actually heading to the Radiant Festival. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Um, you know how that went. Yeah. Gosh, this probably has a lot of memories for you then, huh? But uh, I mean, I never made it this far. At that point, I mean, I've been everywhere. I've been to Absalom after, and it was fine. It was good, but I kind of am excited to go for you and to actually see the festivals this time. Yeah, I mean, nobody really knows what to expect. This has literally never happened in any of our lifetimes. Except for, like, you know, older elves. It's happened in their lifetimes. But, oh, um, yes, the ones that are, like, very fucking older than me. Yeah. Um, but, like... My parents went to the last, last one. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's kind of incredible, actually. <laughs> yes, they were old. They are old. They're not dead. You know, I hear that um, the new Queen of Irisen... Uh, the the uh, one from another world, she's going to be mm -hmm. attending Queen Anastasia. Ooh. Oh, Anastasia! I've heard of her. Oh my god! Oh my god! 
people who aren't caught up with the reign of winter adventure past. Yes, Dat Anastasia. And yes, Dat Otherworld. <laughs> from real life Russia. Yeah, <laughs> it's from the book Rasputin Must Die, where you fight a tank. <laughs> um, Go off, kid. Uh, Volo is kind of like brushing Bart off, and he's like, Well, I hope nothing bad happens. I'm sure nothing out of the ordinary or, you know, shocking will happen, and there won't be an entire um, adventure pass for it in Pathfinder 2E. How dare you say this? <laughs> How fucking dare you jinx this like this? Man, I'm sure there wouldn't be like a whole, like, guard teamed adventure of people trying to stop the bad things happening in the Radiant Festival. That would be just <laughs> wacky and uncharacteristic. Said we'd be fucked up. But for real, I. Anyways. Even if bad stuff does happen. <laughs> bad things happen so much all the goddamn time, you know? It is. I think after everything that's happened to the Isle of Cortos this year. From the whispering fucking tyrant to this old Zulgat thing. Let's say we don't we're owed a celebration. I think Galarian is owed a celebration. Galarian needs a celebration. And hey, I'll be happy to perform up there beside you. Oof. Better have those birds ready, bird boy. Oh shit! What? I have something I need to show you. What? He gets up, he puts Bardolf's uh, broom down, and he pulls you into Bardolf's wagon. Uh huh. And he opens a door, and uh, there's Siren Ray, uh, Desna, and Shellen, the three birds, and they're all nestled up against each other. And oh. he says, Get out of the way. And he pushes them aside, and <laughs> beneath them. Jeez. <laughs> beneath them is an egg yeah. <gasps> a baby yeah I'm pretty sure it's fertilized uh, there's it's got wait, a chicken wait I saw it. all girls bud me too wait what I don't know which one is the boy I don't know how to check you don't know how to check no they're like birds they don't have listen I'm, I don't want to look at all I thought birds were like your specialty. No, I just know how to train them. I don't. Ow! Oh, gross! Listen. <laughs> I think it's suitable that. Just, I'm just going to pretend that they are all girls and Trans they wise. are all in a polyamorous relationship because I don't know who the mom is and I don't know who the dad is. <laughs> okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, there's going to be a new bird coming. And, um. I. Want to know if you wanted to help name it? Fully gets gets big cartoony, uh, teary eyes. Hey, come on! Don't he's wuss out the, on me, he's man. He's making the shitting face. I'm the one who's the wuss. Come on! You're making me look good by comparison. God! <laughs> Shouldn't you be thankful, <laughs> you little shit? Get fucked. Our name is a fucking stupid bird. Fine. You can take some time to think about it. I don't think it's gonna hatch for like. How long do. How long do doves' eggs. I don't know. You're a bird expert. No, I just know how to make them take candy from my hands and stuff. Oh, my god. Take some time you to just... think about it, okay? I do. 
I'll come up with the sexiest name for a bird. I'm looking forward to it, Volio. And I mean that really. Who? You can't be mad at me when it's a funny name. I mean, try to stay on team. I kind of had like Sarah and Ray Des and Shell and like, I, I had that for a reason, you know? So if you can stay kind of on team, marginally, you know? Sure. Just don't, don't, don't make me name the bird something like fuck tits the bird. <laughs> oh, so goes my fucking idea, I guess. <laughs> I miss you, Volio. <laughs> I miss you too. He like ruffles his hair. Um, and peering in the door, squinting, Panacea goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the place we're going to end and that scene. Don't worry, he's going to have a scene with him next. <laughs> uh, Royari. Um, it's a, uh... another beautiful day on the uh, Isle of Cortos. And you have some time before uh, the circus performance comes. I think today... Royari wants to go talk to Mordain, maybe. It's been a long time. And also, I'm pretty sure that she made a promise to her. Oh, yeah. You did. Not to die? Oh, yes. Um, I think it's more that Mordain finds you, Royari. Mm-hmm. It's after dinner on uh, the second day. Um, mm-hmm. You were talking with um, Kufar a little bit. And... Um, he kind of smiles, nods, and very politely makes his way off. And uh, you're about to finish up your food when Mordain slips into the seat beside you, a hod standing on guard near her. And she kind of gives <laughs> you stink guy and says, So who was that? Oh, I, I, is this a horse sitting next to me? <laughs> <laughs> who was that, Royale? <laughs> you, I have no idea. You're, what you're holding about. back on me, huh? Holding on the hotties <laughs> to yourself? Is that it? How could you? I thought we had a pack deal. I'm sorry, but you literally have hard. You don't see me macking out on my boy, do you? I know, but shut up. She smiles, I think, and she kind of pushes a curl of your hair from your face, Royari, and says, Royari, you look so tired. I am. No, I... Not even as a... You look like you've seen much better days. I have, and I mean that literally. How are you doing? Mariari is quiet for a second, and it's like... I wish that I could tell you that I am perfectly fine, and I just have had so much sex for the past week. Um, but that's not true. I'm, well, it is true, but it's not the She raised an eyebrow. With the fucking boy? No, no, oh my god. Alright, well, I... I'm, no, there, there, I, I went down to the underdog. There are many, many people there, and I, I, I had... Listen. You could not help yourself. How could I ever? You're deflecting, Royale. But, <laughs> but yes... 
You know I were. I found that information that I did not want to know at all, and now I'm living with it. Mm -hmm. And it's information that I think... It's information that I do not know if my family will take it well. And I don't know if I'm supposed to not tell them or tell them. I can tell you what it is, it's just fucked up. Would it make you feel better to tell me? Probably. Do you explain to her everything that's happened? Yeah. You do. You tell her. And I think she's kind of in quiet silence as she stares for a while. Before she kind of clears her throat and says, I fled from Galt about three years ago after helping an assassination attempt on a high-ranking noble. There is a bounty on my head, and if I am ever captured, they will have my head cut from my shoulders and my soul, my soul stolen from my body by the Grey Gardens. My god. Now we have both told each other information that no one else should know. What Mistress Dusklight blackmailed with? I am an escaped spy. That's why I do the whole handcuffing so well. Ah, that makes sense. The everlasting revolution of Galt will come find me one day. But before then, what you've told me, Raya, is deeply troubling. Of course, but. Know that that is in your hands as much as what ha what has happened to me is in mine. Yes, it's something that we will both have to deal with someday, but... I suppose what I'm trying to say, Royale, is we are in this together. I know I like to tease you and I like to make fun of you, but <laughs> God damn it, you're the best friend I've ever had. I think you're getting soft on me. Yes, I am getting soft on you. And I'm not deflecting. Royale, I love you very much. And I can tell that you are going through the hardest time in your life. But it's not a time you will go through alone. I am on your side, alright? Alright. I love you too. Thank you. I was waiting for it. Now tell me about this hot <laughs> man you are macking on. Well, we're not exactly. Ah, uh, I can see the way you look at him, Morelli. Yeah, well, uh, I haven't done anything. I haven't done anything. Ah, uh, it's not. It's. It is not the sex you want with him. No, not necessarily. Well, eventually. Well, I mean, it is, but that's not exactly the whole point. I never thought I would see the day that someone would make Royale Sansa Nax consider settling down. His madness! Settle down! Like I could ever stop having sex. Oh, God knows. <laughs> the gods themselves could not stop you. No, I'm sure that if I ever stepped into an actual church of Iomedae, they, they would try to strike me down. 
Keep that as a goal, then. When all this is over, you can focus on that. Alright? And I, generous woman that I am, I will help you be- I will help wingman you. How's that? Thank you. I will not let anyone catch you, do not worry. Um... Like I could live with myself if you lost your head. <laughs> I've I've survived this long, have I not? You have. That is the most insane secret that I've ever heard, by the way. I'm very good at keeping it. Much noble, was it? <laughs> Some bum fuck out of nowhere. He was just... <laughs> Listen, it doesn't really matter. They change hands so often... He's members of the Revolutionary Council. It's not. It's not the point. Fair. I think you guys. Not even somebody that hot. No, he was ugly not as even fuck. Some... Yeah. Oh. He had a nose like a tomato. Oh. <laughs> I think you two gossip the night away. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we can end it for that scene. Um, Ariato. Hi. What are you gonna do today? Good God, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I think she wants to talk to Helg. Okay. All right. Uh, how how does this happen? Uh, Ariadna drags Helg from wherever she is. Wherever she. Well, I shouldn't say drags. She kind of just pops up cartoonishly from behind her. And goes, okay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Don't scare me like that, gug gug gug. You know I'm of a nervous disposition, gug gug gug. <laughs> ah, you wouldn't hurt me. I cannot say that for certain, gug gug gug. No, fine. She kind of looks like almost a little like embarrassed. She's kind of like, you know, scratching one arm, hemming and hawing for. Is it time for the um, the thing? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, go, go, go. Okay, let's go. Okay. <laughs> she gets up and she kind of like follows you uh, to your wagon. Um, I'd say by now the wagon has just so much like pyrography art all over the place. Yes, <laughs> it um, absolutely does. <laughs> she kind of looks around almost like amazed by this. As you sit her down, and she clears her throat and says, So, um, how, how does this work, Gug-Gug-Gug? Ariado takes a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. And she fills up the, uh, the glass and goes, Here! She kind of holds it for a second, and she looks down at the floor for a second before sighing and says, Gug, gug, gug. I thank you for this, Ariato. Oh, of course. I listen. I have two goddesses, not just Nocticula. I have Sirenrae too, and both of them have very clear um edicts, I guess, on redemption and. Well, if there's someone who actually wants to be redeemed or strives to want to be better, 
I wanna help. I think she nods a little bit and she smiles and says Thank you. And with this I welcome the Redeemer Queen into my life. Go, go, go. And she kind of like throws it up a little bit. Uh, it's more like she's like pouring it right into her open mouth because of how her freaky anatomy works. And she drinks it and kind of shudders and exhales. And I think I think uh, you don't really see what happens next. Huh? Because you kind of black out? Uh. Um, like as she's that wine is passing back down her mouth, you kind of go all blurry visioned. Okay. And cool. suddenly you see yourself in a room. What? What happened? Um And this room is covered wall to wall with paintings of all sorts of different entities. And Sitting on the throne is a woman. Um, she is beautiful. She has a lavender skin, like a field of flowers in the morning sun. Dark blue hair and an almost uh, night sky silk dress with uh, patterns of stars and a swirling cosmos. Her hair is tied back into a bun, and you can see that she has uh, almost a crown of horns growing from the back of her head, and two giant bat-like wings, uh, which have um, patterns kind of uh, almost embossed into the skin, like musical notes or sigils. And she is the most beautiful woman you have ever seen. Uh-huh. And Ariadne, you very quickly recognize your own goddess, Nocticula. And she is just standing there. She's just she's looking at Nocticula respectfully. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks around at her surroundings and she's almost thinking like am I having a fever dream right now? This is I last I saw my friend was drinking from the and now I I Hi ma'am I'm She I don't think she's I don't think she says anything. Um but she does smile at you, Ariato. She stops talking. <laughs> and she kind of just raises a hand and waves it. And above her throne, one of your pyrography pieces appears on the wall. 
And which one is it? Which pi- what piece do you think Ariato is most proud of? Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's been a while since I've thought of that. Oh, and she does these things every night. I just haven't like said anything about. It. Oh, ah. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, I can't remember like the first one that she did from the first campaign. I can't remember what that was. I think it was you and Cubby. I think you illustrated yourself and Cubby um, on the first night. That's when you sat down with him and showed him how to do it. I think she's proudest of that. Um, one for the one for her technique, obviously, <laughs> and two. Just because she was able to share it with somebody. Okay. Um, and Nocticula, the Redeemer Queen, smiles, and she only says uh, a couple of words before you are blown away from this divine vision you are suddenly receiving. And in a voice smoother than honey, she says, Ariato Bati, I am so proud of all the progress you've made. You keep being the wonderful soul that you are, and helping others, and helping yourself. And with that, you are awake. Huh? Uh, Helg is wiping her mouth. Uh, It's literally as if, like, the next frame from where you left off. Uh (laughs) And she says, The taste is funky, gug gug gug. So what now, go, go, go. Ariato, like, looks around the... <laughs> she looks around her wagon and just... She's a little bewildered before uh, she hears Helg speak. And when she hears... Once Helg, like, finishes talking, she snaps back and goes, uh, um... <clears throat> uh, how are you feeling? Good. Um... I feel like a weight has been taken off my shoulders. I don't... I don't feel as bad as I did. I don't feel like... You know when you take a shower for the first time in a hot second and you feel all that grease leave you and suddenly everything feels clear? Yeah. It's like that. I'll... I'm gonna stop doing the whole necromancy thing, I think. Go, go, go. It... It was getting kind of bad. Hmm. Well, that's definitely a good start. Um, are, are you alright, go go go? I... <laughs> um... I think before she answers, she looks around and tries to find the, um... the first piece that she's ever done. The one of her and Cubby. The damnedest thing, Ariato. Uh-huh. You can't see that shit anywhere. Uh, when she realizes she can't find it (laughs) and realizes that that was real I think she just kind of laughs under her breath and goes uh yeah (laughs) yeah I'm fine um sorry I think I was just really excited about uh 
this about uh <laughs> Hell pats you on the shoulder and says, Dare dare gug gug gug. I'm sure this is an emotional time for you, gug gug gug. <laughs> I Yeah, sorry. Um <clears throat> Not a lot of people really know about Noxiculin. They only know her by her um former name. So The Whore Queen of the Abyss? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is great. This is this is good. Um, I'm glad I could help. She smiles, and I think she gives you a weird gug hug, a gug, um, <laughs> before she nods. I'm gonna go prepare uh, Sunny's meals. Gug gug gug. Devourer of Suns prefers to eat crystals, and those are hard to come by here. Although I think salt crystals might work nicely. Gug gug gug. Oh, I think he'd like that. He definitely, uh, he'd either chew it down or savor it by licking it. <laughs> um, so she makes her way out, and Ariato, you have received the moderate boon of Nocticula. You draw on the power of Midnight to guide you on your journeys. You gain Dark Vision. If you already had Dark Vision, you can cast Darkness once per day as a divine innate spell. I think she has a little light vision, so now she has dark vision. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, I think the way it looks is um, looking at your, like, your eyes now are ever so subtly, like, painterly. It's like, uh, they have, like, this kind of, like, like uh, the color is still the same, but uh, there's nearly, like, a texture to them that looks like the paintbrush of an artist. <laughs> Uh, I'd say they look like a Van Gogh painting, but I don't know. Yeah, you know what? Exactly, you got impressionist eyes. Yes! (laughs) You can cast Darkness once per day, um, for free, without a spell slot, and uh, that is cast at your max level, which I believe just it's just a fourth level spell, which turns off other people's dark vision. But I think it looks like this Van Gogh Darkness. (laughs) So, there you go. (laughs) <laughs> Derry, I, you've known me for a while. You know how much I love eye things. Yep. <laughs> there was a re- there is a reason I wanted you to do it. Um, I'll just quickly drop this for you in your spells. There you go. You are welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Now, <clears throat> and uh, so you're about halfway through the week. Um, I want everyone now to roll me a diplomacy check to see if you were able to pick up much gossip over uh, this half of the week. Some hot goss. 40. Okay. Uh, 34. Okay, awesome. 17. Well, I don't need to even think you try and look for information. You don't fucking care. <gasps> Fuck you guys. He has a plus two to diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, however, uh, Royari and Ariato, you do find some stuff out. Um, yes. Royari, over the we- uh, first half of the week, you are told, The only scrap of civilization in the Quartos Mounts is that first guard outpost. Uh, the Eagle Garrison, they run it. I'm watching over the only road that goes up into the Quartos Mountains from here. Caden knows what all they watch up for up there. No one with any sense travels up into those mountains. 
So there's one road into the Kortos Mountains, and there's a group of uh, guards called the Eagle Garrison who uh, keep an eye out on travelers. Although there's not many people who go up. For obvious reasons, the Kortos Mountains are legendarily dangerous. Ariato, what you get, however... Mages and the likes hate those mountains. Even the best teleportation magic can't move you around there. And fools who try end up dozens of miles off course. Oh. Huh. Not fun. I'll probably rethink my spells. But... Oh, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> so, Ariato, who has two spells. Two different spells for teleport lockdown. <laughs> what? Well... You now know that that's not going to be important. Cool. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, starting the week, uh, in the second half of the week, um, like I said, most of the uh, circus is taking care of advertising. They have already been advertising and stuff, so you will probably be able to do this performance with a full tent really easily. Sick. Volio, what do you want to do in your second half of the week? Uh, I'd love to talk to Panacea. Okay. Do you want to go uh, seek him out? Say hi to Panacea? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Panacea, I think you find Wandering Diabelle. Um, kind of like very smugly blending in. Like, I think you catch him uh, like going up to a shop. Uh, and uh, coming out of it and says, Oh yes, thank you. I'll be sure to remember it. <laughs> and then he sees you and like, Oh. Uh, um, hi. Cool. Up to up to nothing but good. Yeah, of course. Hi. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, how, how are you doing? Good, good. I was just out shopping or whatever the fuck you do in a city. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shops here, right? Yes. Like, gosh. I'm from Amsterdam, so obviously, like, I've, I've seen shops, but, like, it's wild how they all kind of blend into each other. Except for that one over there. Kind of sticks hmm? out like a sore tongue. A volume looks at... Scarecord, 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 scarecord. <gasps> No, 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 no. He puts, say? like, a hand on, um, on Panacea's, like, shoulder Gertie and, like, starts walking the opposite hey! direction. What's wrong? It's just a shop. No, 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 Okay, I guess. Is this, like, another weird, like, thing about, you know, your weird stuff, the weird things you do? Weirdly? It's not even, like, related to us. She's just a fucking weirdo that has a shop that goes anywhere that we are. That seems practical. It's, it's, it's not practical? What? I mean, it's just a shop. Good to see it. She wasn't, like... I, I don't see the problem. Good to see it. Yeah? That shop... Uh-huh. ...has been everywhere we've gone. Since we were a tiny circus. Was it in train? No. Oh, then it Not wasn't train. everywhere. Oh. <laughs> it gives him a look. Hey, I'm just saying. It sounds to me that this is just someone who oh, lives around. Oh, I'm sorry. Almost everywhere on this surface. 
Okay. People, people move. Maybe you. No, you don't understand. Pulling you a kind of smug it. face, like maybe you've just gone to all the places she's gone to. He puts both his hands on Fantasia's shoulders and looks him directly in the eyes. Fantasia. Yeah. She is a fond of woman. And like girl power and everything. I believe in that. That's great. I love women. Okay. Not like that. Okay. But she is a fun woman. She is a small woman. She has got into places and set up shop before we got there. And we have never taken that long to get to like a city or anything. It is impossible. It is not fucking possible how she gets to places and her shop is exactly the same. Things are in the exact same places. So maybe she uses teleportation magic? Do you do that with the building? Yeah. It's it's not that deep. You can just teleport buildings around. Did you think... Were you thinking this entire time that maybe she was like... I don't know, like a weird fake creature or something that was trying to trap you? Or like an amorphous monster <laughs> that happened to look like a shopkeeper? <laughs> Have you ever considered maybe she just uses teleportation magic? A real thing that exists in our world? Volio <laughs> <laughs> doesn't say anything he's just staring shocked I mean like I I'm not you know the most wise person but wouldn't that be your first guess teleportation magic really no <laughs> really uh, <laughs> he gets embarrassed I think <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I think you owe someone an apology. But I. I do not. I mean. Would you call it so fish, me, Sam? Yeah, sure. Oh. Now? Thank you. You know what? I don't think I'm mentally prepared to see her. To see of us, we'll see her later. Okay. Well, hopefully it goes okay. I don't. <laughs> don't even fucking look at me right now. <laughs> I cannot believe. Real fast. Real fast. I cannot believe that. This show has been going on for like a year and a half now. Not <laughs> once has someone been like, maybe she teleports. Because... Well, like... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could teleport a whole building. Every teleport spell I've ever seen has been like, you went up to ten people. Never like, oh, you went a fucking uh, small store you've owned for years. Listen, I'm sure you'll... I'm sure... You'll figure... You'll be able to talk to her. I'm gonna kill you. Um. So is that your scene? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, he just goes back to the. He's just going back to the camp in a shocked state with fantasy. Okay. Uh, Royari. Royari, it is uh, your turn. Um, the week's slowly grinding to an end, and on Sunday, you guys are going to be putting on a performance. Mm -hmm. What's up? 
What are you going to do today? I have sex. Um... Okay, well, after <laughs> that. I'm not even going to ask who. Thanks. I think just that statement on itself is fine. Mordain. Okay, um... well, <laughs> we all saw that coming. Um, I think Ray is just going to take a walk. Okay, around town? Yep. Uh, do you want to make me a, um, a diplomacy check to see if you can pick up any more rumors? No. Yeah, sure. Okay. I rolled a 45. I think you actually uh, get a lot of gossip done today. You get two pieces of gossip. Mm -hmm. Um, an old man kind of says, In the Cortos Mountains, you say? Best be on your guard, or you'll be caught in the Windwalker's accursed storms. Once you're lost in the snow, you're all dares until you run off and climb into the sky so fast your feet burn off into stumps and you turn into one yourself. Uh, a side note, um, so we aren't going to be using the uh, original and published name of uh, the creature that we're going to henceforth be calling the Windwalker, uh, which is, as published in uh, the Pathfinder 2nd Edition Bestiary, the W asterisk N-D-I-G-O. Uh, you can spell that out in your head. You're not supposed to say the name, so I'm not going to. Uh, the reason I'm using Windwalker is because the version published is super uh, unfaithful uh, to the original cultural figure from Algonquin culture. It's a closed cultural practice that um, white people uh, appropriated super hard and turned a current religious belief into a, a Hollywood movie monster. So we're going with Windwalker. Um, in 1910, uh, horror writer uh, Algernon Blackwood uh, wrote a novel about this creature, um, and he was the first to start portraying it like with a, a deer head and uh, a, more like a demon or a werewolf than uh, the uh, cultural figure, which was a, uh, a giant man with a heart of ice that uh, cannibalized people, uh, portraying the sin of cannibalism. Um, and more as a, wow, look at all these Native Americans. Aren't they subhuman? Yay, racism. Um, the reason we are going with Windwalker instead is because um, it's from the uh, book by August Derlert, The Ting That Walked on Wind, which is a Cthulhu mythos story, which features the same creature based on uh, Blackwood's Ting, but uh, divorces it um, uh, divorces it more from the Native American practice. Uh, he doesn't really call it the uh, original name very much, and instead goes with Windwalker or Itaqua, which is what we're going with. Um, obviously, the Cthulhu mythos has its many, many flaws, but uh, in this particular instance, it's actually the version with the less dubious background. Um, ultimately, we could also just not portray it. However, um, this version of the monster has had such an impact on horror media throughout, um, from Hannibal to Over the Garden Wall. So it, despite everything, um, this misrepresentation of the original myth is still important, and uh, I'd like to see it uh, kind of divorced from the original myth, and that starts with changing the name. So be the change you want to see in the world. Uh, we are going to uh, use the name Windwalker or Itaqua and hope that you guys will follow suit. Uh, so, <clears throat> um, Royer, you get that. That's, ooh. Uh, the second uh, thing you get is um, the Cortos Mountains. Yeah, my uncle used to talk about his friend who went adventuring up there around uh, the mountain called the Weeping Grandfather. Came back telling tales of a mystical valley hidden away, chock full of statues that could make you into a god, like the Starstone down in Absalom. Said he, and he, this guy kind of like gives some air quotes, hunted the magical beast and got a bit of god power himself. Can't be that easy though. And I think Rari, he's like, uh, turns as well, have a good day. And he stops and says, 
Hold on. And he turns and looks at you like he's trying to suss you out real fast. Hmm. Yes? Sorry. What What did you say your name was? Royari. Royari? You... Mm -hmm. You didn't grow up in Eskadar, did you? I did. This guy's eyes kind of light up. And he grins. And it's that grin that suddenly sends you back 20 years. Oh my god. Royari? You know this guy. He's a few years older than you, but he's still got those same black curls and the boyish grin that you grew up with. This was one of the street kids that you lived with back in Eskadar. This is the one who told you to run when the Chalish uh, noble had the guards set on you guys. I think Rary drops her bag um, and reaches out to put both hands on his shoulders and is like, I am so sorry for leaving. What? What? I, I never- I do- Are you okay? What happened? I- I- What, what happened? He is looking at you confused, and I think he just pulls you into a really big hug. Ah! It's I, so- she, she It's so good to see you again. It's really good to see you again, too. Do you remember his name? Con. Con Varney. Con, like, C-O-N, mm -hmm. like that kind? And he kind of, like, grins and says, I haven't seen you since the day we got busted. I haven't seen you either. What happened? I ran. I yeah, I mean, back. you ran because we told you to run. And I mean, stupid of me, honestly. I didn't know better, but... Yeah, uh, I mean, we just got sent back to the orphanage. It's not that big a deal. The orphanage? Yeah, the... Oh, shit. You would have been too young to remember, huh? You were like a baby yes. when we broke you out. You broke a baby out of the you orphanage? You are our favorite baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm glad that I was a favorite baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> you should... Let's get... Do you want to get, like... Yeah, for sure. Um, he looked over his shoulder and says, Hey, boss, I'm going to be uh, on, a, on a 10, okay? And uh, you see a goblin kind of, like, poke their head out of uh, a nearby house. And uh, she says, Okay! Um, and uh, it's a little restaurant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, he sits down with you, um, brings out some food that he's evidently working here. Mm -hmm. And uh, he smiles and says, So how have you been? It's, <laughs> what, 15, 16 years? Something like that? Something like that. Rory pauses and is like, I may have joined a circus th thrice. Whoa. Is that what you did? Like when you... Yes. Oof. Hey, man, I mean, impressive. Like I said, we just got sent back to the orphanage. It's, it wasn't a great place, obviously. Uh, people were strict. I don't know. It's why we mm -hmm. broke out, because they were horrible. We raised, we raised ourselves on the streets like something from a novel. 
in hindsight, it really was irresponsible to take you. You were only like a tree when we all ran away. We wanted a better life and thought we would be able to give it to ourselves ourselves. Obviously, that's not true, and being raised, even if they weren't great caretakers, it was safer than doing it out on the streets. It's fair. But, um... Oh my god. You wouldn't... God. How much do you even remember of us? You were like... Six or something? Something like that. I was... I was very little. Um... God, I, I, I remember you. You remember? That's good to hear, at I, least. I remember others. It's just I was really young, and faces and names escaped me sometimes. Yeah, it wasn't super. In hindsight, wasn't a super clever idea to break a baby out. That's okay. <laughs> I... Did, what happened to you afterwards? Were you picked up by the circus? I can't imagine a circus hiring a child. No. Yeah? I was picked up by... You know how there was that really old, like, church? Mm. That, like, the Ed's really fucking There's old. a lot of old like churches in Escadar. The, like, the one for Aradin. There's a lot... Oh! The, the uh, Knights of the Aeon Star? No, the uh, Knights of the yes. Aeon Star? Yeah. Yes. Oh, God, they took you in? I'm... Well, I may have attempted to rob them. Royari, you know that they're, like, linked with the orphanage we were in, right? What? Didn't they... They... Did they try... Send you back? Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, they did, and I got really mad, and I ran away. Royari! Oh, my God. <laughs> I got really mad because I liked them, and I thought they were getting rid of me. <laughs> So I ran away and I joined the fucking circus like an idiot. I like the circus. No, though. I'm glad. You're with the Wayward Wonders? Uh, yeah. Yes. God. I thought those posters looked familiar. Yes, well, I'm all over them. Yeah, there's all these people, they call themselves Stanley Lee or something. Oh god. They god, only talked. They talked about. Much. They liked the posters. I didn't realize it was you, though. I can't believe that you're, you're right there. I can't believe your first question was, am I alright? Obviously I'm alright. I've got a job. I've got a family now. <laughs> Where was that? Oh, oh my god. Look at you. You have a kid or something? Yeah. I'm just... Oh my god. Rari <laughs> <laughs> looks all... All gay. Um, <laughs> and she's like... Well, there's... No nuclear family for me, but that's fine. I'm just glad that... I never thought I would see you again. I'm glad we did. I had a, I had a fucking breakdown like a few months ago. Because I thought about it and I felt really guilty. Guilty? I thought I'd left you behind. I told you to run. I can't. I can't. My. I, listen. Do you really blame yourself for that? I was six and I ran away. Oh god, we traumatized a, a child. You traumatized a child. 
<laughs> it's fine. We were all orphans. I am not going to blame you for, for telling me to run. They were the police. Well, not the police. There were guards right there, and we were ratty little children. You were just doing what you thought you had to. Hey, if there's anything I can I'm... do, Moriari. Let me know, okay? I'm really happy to give you a hand. You said you were looking about the Cordos Mountains? Yes. My... Well, I'm also an adventurer on the side. My boss may be able to help you. Really? Yeah, um... Yeah, Yalvi's Yums. Uh, Yalvi's a chef. It's where I work. They're great. Ah. Um, uh, they're best friends with a minotaur. Mikhail, I think his name is? Um, strange guy. Um, half cat folk, half minotaur. Don't ask. Oh my... Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but he does tours up into the mountains. He's one of the only people who'll take you, so... Oh. I can put in a good word, uh... Yalvi will take you up, and Mikhail will help you. Uh, Yalvi likes going up into the mountains. They say that uh, all the best herbs are up there. <laughs> Fucking love this. Fucking love this girl. Um, but Khan kind of turns back to you and says, I gotta get back to work soon, but hey, you're putting on a show? Yes. I'll be sure to watch. It'll be great. Thank you. I would really appreciate that. He grins and smiles. At so you're around, Royari. It was really, really good to see you. It was, it was really good to see you, Khan. Now with that, you two part ways. And how are you doing, Royari? I think Royari's in a much better mood than they were before. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Is that... Uh, I think that's a good place to end that scene, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Ariato, uh, do you have any more scenes you want to do? Anyone you want to talk to? Any NPCs? Any things uh... you want to try accomplish? Oh, God. Um, she's going to talk to Braylon. She hasn't talked to him in a while, or at least had like a one-on-one conversation with him in a while. So Yeah, okay. That's, that's very fair. Uh, you make your way to uh, his wagon. He stays with a lot of the other um, non, um, non like uh, performers. So like uh, right now, you can see he is absorbed in a conversation with um, with Kufar, who is just kind of casually talking. Uh, and when he sees you, uh, Kufar kind of nods gratefully and passes to, passes him to you. Passes the torch. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> And Braylon smiles up and says, Oh, Ariado, hello! I have something I want to show you. Okay. Before anything else, um, come here, come here. Uh-huh. And he pulls you into a wagon and you see two fucking baby Deinonychuses. Oh my god. <laughs> they're feathery and fluffy and they're chirping. They're in a little pen. Uh, there's like mealworms uh, placed uh, nearby on a little table. And he gestures and says, do you remember the day you first met me? When you came into my uh, library back in Eskadar uh, and you sold me two dinosaur eggs? Yes, I did. Well, here they are. Oh, oh my God, they're so small and they're so cute. They're chirping. 
they are. <laughs> I just felt it'd be something that would be worth showing you. Um, they've been fed, so they're not too hungry right now, I hope. He turns and glances at them. They still look hungry. Um, he She's turns back to looming over them with, like, puppy eyes. She's like, oh my god, they're so <laughs> cute. Another, uh, another gemstone to your collection. <laughs> oh, these two are Braylon's, but she, she'll be the aunt. She, she'll be their aunt. Yeah. Uh, he turns to you and smiles and kind of sits and says, Mr. Kufar out there was just telling me that you went to the Cradle of Worms? Yes, there are many. You And you saw a crimson worm? Yeah. <laughs> Do you realize that there's probably like maybe a couple of hundred people who've seen one and survived, let alone fought it? That's phenomenal, honestly. Couple hundred plus three now. Well, <laughs> I mean, at least three. Uh, he's grinning and uh, he smiles. Says, You've come a really long way, Ariato. It's, it's phenomenal to have watched from the outside. You've grown so much in power and but also in maturity you're a lot more a lot more uh, you're less like a wildfire and more like a focused flame now it, it's impressive to see I think that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said thank <laughs> you he's grinning a little bit um, and he kind of coughs and says in less pleasant news I just wanted to check in on something um hmm. So you're going to the mountains? Yeah. We have to um, get these heritage reflections back to where they're supposed to be. Up there. I don't mean to alarm you, Ariata, but I do want to just call into attention. Azat Mox is where you were drawn to during the, um, the calling. I know. And I, your mother and her coven are almost certainly in cahoots with this whole Zulgat thing. And waiting for me. Yeah, I believe me, I thought of that. You know, if this had been when I first met you, I think I would be really worried, and I'd probably tell you not to go. I'm still really worried. Fair? But, Fair enough. But I don't think... I don't think it's as hopeless as it would have been before. See, night hags, they're a terrifying creature, and I'm sure you know that um, all hags are able to form a coven with one another, where they share each other's spells and can kind of cast them ad nauseum without actually running out of spell slots. It's essentially, when hags are together, they make an infinite supply of spell slots for one another. Um, it's quite fascinating. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, the point is, though, they're stronger with their allies, but you have your allies too, okay? I know. I'm definitely mostly past the point where I'd want to do these things by myself and not burden other people with my problems or my baggage. Uh <laughs> hey, no, hold on. It's not... Not baggage. Well, okay, it's baggage, but it's not a burden. You know, the reason that uh, 
people think ants are so strong is because they work together. They can combine their strength together to lift really heavy weight. It's quite fat. <clears throat> you rely on your friends and share your strength with them, okay? Yeah. I know all this is scary, but... Gods, if I've ever known anyone who is more capable of doing this than you, then I definitely didn't realize it. And you mentioned... You mentioned back in Eskadar that you saw your father was... His soul was around. It was what the night hags were using to get visions from the Glutton Dark, I believe. Yeah, they were... They used him to get there because he knew the way. Well, he kind of smiles almost like a little like a little um, nervously. It'll be a while. It's been a while since I've seen Carano. But your father was a good man and if you're able to rescue him from everything that happens. Well, I think you'd get on very well with him, Ariato. <laughs> I really hope I do. Well, I, I know where you got your whole uh, impulse-driven and super-passionate thing from. That man was a handful. He could never control himself. Goodness knows that's how we ended up in this situation. Mm. <laughs> he looks a little sheepish before he says, Would you like to feed the dinosaurs some mealworms? Yes. <laughs> Grinning, uh, Braylon passes you some of these worms and you're able to kind of like spend some time with him preparing for probably the most difficult thing you've ever done, but hey, It'll turn out all right. And, um... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where we can end that scene. Mm-hmm. It's the last day, um, and I think, Volio, you've been putting it off, but eventually you probably tell the others what you saw in town. Yeah. Do you guys want to go um, visit Gertie Gold? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hmm? You, know that, you know that one uh, Wojak meme? Where it's like, uh, babe, time for your 4 p.m. ball flattening. And the, the Wooldrug is like, yes, yes, darling. He looks like that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. He looks deflated. You tell the others, deflated and man. you all head? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. How are you all doing as you stand outside her shop? Terrible. Ariari's doing great. <laughs> you want to go inside? Yeah. Well, in you go. Pushing the door open, you make your way into Gertie Gold Pockets. Gold Pockets Emporium, established 4719, where adventure goes, we follow. And she is asleep at her desk. There's oh cobwebs. My. Uh... Cobwebs? Yeah. <laughs> On her? Uh, around, around her, not on her. 
it. Rari <laughs> starts sneaking over very <laughs> quietly. And then pokes and goes, Gertie? Ah! Oh, yeah! I think she, she puts her hands on her hips and says, Where the hell did you go? The dark lands. Her eyes widen. And she's like, Why the hell did you go to the dark lands? Was adventuring. I thought you guys died. What? <laughs> died? You didn't come back to my store for a month. That's the longest I've ever been without you guys. You know you're my favorite customers. Gertie, Gertie, I think we're your only customers. How? Okay. I know this is if we play this whole like charades and everything. How would we know where your shop is? I know that like you always like are there. Really, I've bought like, a load of locations around. It's a coincidence and everything, and it's funny and yeah, it's yeah. Uh, great. But yeah, I've got a load of locations around Cordos and basically every town. And even somebody outside of Cordos now. I'm setting up a whole franchise. How do you know that we weren't there while you weren't there? Or that we were there while you weren't? None of my attendants let me know. Attendants? Yes. How many people do you have on staff? I usually have at least I one. I thought you were a wonderful woman show. No, no. I mean, I can't open a franchise without other workers, can I? Is this a recent thing? What? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, it's been since I started. When I came to Escadar, I left someone behind in Aberton. And when I went to Carrick, I left someone behind in Escadar. Gertie? Yeah? Do you use teleportation magic? I think she makes a face. And she coughs. And she says, Yes, I do. You caught me. Is it a lie? Yes, it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not even teleportation! What? What are you talking about? I said it was! I can tell you're lying! What? <laughs> I'm not even I rolling. Really... I know her deception DC is not high enough for you. Oh, Ariano is laughing the same as I am, and she just goes, she just looks at Gertie like, Oh, honey, Ebony is a very good liar. I am oh. a biological lie detector. Okay. Gertie, I don't, I don't care what the truth is. He can just tell what lying. How the hell are you every single place that we've ever Teleportation been? Teleportation magic, you caught me. It's not true, Gertie. you lied to me, I could tell. Listen, do you guys want to buy my stuff or... Oh my god. <laughs> Only if you tell us. Gertie. I'm teleporting. We need... We need closure for the end of the podcast. <laughs> I've been teleporting. This might Damn. be the last time we're entering the shop, Gertie. It better not be. But what oh, if it is? God. Wouldn't you like to tell us then? I don't know what you are referring to. I don't know what you're talking we're, about. We're going to the mountains for a while. We have to do a thing. We have to do an adventure thing. We need to prepare. I might become a mountain man and I might never come back to civilization. Alrighty. <laughs> not if you buy my good. great merchandise. Uh, Gertie, look, look at me, Gertie. Yeah? We have a, we have a, 
We have, we have a, we... I don't care what you are or what this shop is. I am not going to think you're weird. But I do think that it is highly suspicious that you've been in every single town that well, we have sure been in. sure sounds a lot like teleportation magic to me. At the exact time that we have shown up in towns, including when we didn't tell you where we were going. Sounds what a lot like... What town are we in, Gertie? Sounds a lot like teleportation magic to me. Would you like to buy what my town great- are we in, Would you Gertie? like to buy my great wares? I've restocked some stuff while I was waiting for you. He's like slamming his fist on the counter. I've made sure to get nothing but the best of uh, adventuring gear to be sure that you guys will be able to do all your adventures safely and professionally. Folio starts crying. Gertie, Gertie, I know both. Di- I know both dimensional anchor and dimensional lock. Okay, don't use them because I won't be able to teleport my store away. Gertie, <laughs> Bolio is a very good liar, and I trust when I know if he says that you are lying. Did you see you are lying? Po- Did you see that I have new potions in store? Gertie, <laughs> do you have a list of your wares? I do. Here you go. She hands you a pamphlet. Rayari is is shopping while they're arguing. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, and I'm going to be real, I don't know if you're able to get this out of her. What do I have to roll? <laughs> I don't think you can roll. I think it is literally beyond you to figure out what is up with Gertie Gold Pockets. Oh my god. Hey, podcast not the over. Audience is going to be happy about this or angry. <laughs> podcast isn't over. You might find out in the mountains. I think everything. I have come with everything I can possibly think of. There is a right answer. You haven't gotten it yet. Yo, any- is she a hive mind? Listen, <laughs> I'm not telling you. Buy her fucking wares. <laughs> the nurse Buy Joy- these nuts. The, Go fuck yourself. The nurse Joy offers her Jenny fucking theory is already out the window. I, I asked about that fucking episode one. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> I too. Someone who's in the audience that's way smarter than us, uh, help us out. <laughs> I think, personally, that she's just a human shopkeeper who's bought many stores. It's not possible! I'll dimension- I'll d- fucking dimensional lock her. And the building. I think you should buy her wares. <laughs> I think we should torture her. Um, no! I've, I've linked- I've linked, uh, stuff and she has new stuff too. I think I should punch Derry. <laughs> It's the only way we can get the answers. It's genuinely emotionally upsetting. I can't wait until we'll know until like the very, very last couple episodes like we did with Mykos. I can't wait for it. Well, actually, this to be our Mykos. Well, actually, KK, I would like you to know this is episode 69. And we found out about Mykos in episode 69, which means that unless you find out by the end of this episode, the Gertie Gold Pockets mystery wheel have lasted much longer than the Mykos one. Okay, but at the same at the same time though, we had the same kind of like ordeal. <laughs> this is just lasting longer because we're not fighting her, we're buying from her. 
There is no clues! There is. I have dropped a few. One! I'm not gonna tell you, because you figure it out. Give them to me. Give them oh, to me. I'm not shipping your present. Well, why don't you why don't you, why don't you why don't you buy some merch from her? <laughs> What's a a volio like snaps out of his literal sobbing. Um there's like tears on the counter where he where his face was a second ago. Oh my God. Uh, and he he like without like a without like a transition, he's still got like tears running down his face. He's like, What's a folly pop? <laughs> um on the um the store sheet I have given to players, I have written most of these things have like a little flavor text. Um, but I here I have the word folly pops, 175 gold pieces. And instead of a description, I have in all cops and uh 12 times larger text, the word folly pops. Uh, and she what looks at you and she says, Oh, folly pops! Why they're little snacks. What kind of snacks? Uh, well, these savory breaded snacks are stuffed with cheese, peppers, and secret ingredients of draconic origin. Or sometimes demonic. And uh, they are often offered alongside a challenge. Complete a full portion and get a free drink. Uh, for one hour after consuming some folly pops, your stomach gurgles and rumbles with magical potential. During this time, you can unleash magic in the area up to three times as a single action, which is a concentrate trait. Uh, so let's see, there's the Hot Pops Folly Pops, uh, which makes you sweat profusely, and you can shoot a blast of fire from your mount. Um, there's, I'd love to sweat. There's the Rotters Folly Pops, which makes your breath smell of rotting garbage, and you can shoot Ew. a noxious breath of <sighs> at people. And then there's uh, the Sizzler's Folly Pops. It makes your skin crawl and your hair stand on end. Uh, when you unleash the magic, you shoot lightning out of your mouth. So basically, it's a little it's a little chili pepper bread cheese snack with uh, draconic and demonic stuff in it that will let you shoot rat weapons. I'll take two. Okay, what kind? Would you like a Hot Pops, a Rotter's, or a Sizzler? Uh, a Hot Pop and a Sizzler. Okay, here you go, sir. And uh, she bags two little hot pops for you. Says, uh, "You probably want to warm these before you eat them. Uh, if you're saving them for a while." Oh, Todd Fay. Uh, I have cooking magic. Okay, you have magic to keep this fresh. Yes. Okay, that will be. Uh, that'll be uh, three hundred fifty gold, please. Got it. And he throws gold at her. She catches it and there. Oh, do you have any stuff you want to sell me, by the way? Please, please. Oh, yes, we have a lot, don't we? <laughs> you give it to Mary her. Mary starts, starts, like, pulling stuff out of their ba- out of her bag. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Thank you! <laughs> Ariado fucking... This? Ariado upends her bag of holding. <laughs> She's fucking scrambling. She gives you a few bags of platinum. Um, she's yeah. very content. Um, so what now? You, uh, Volio, you've bought that. What about the rest of you? Ariana's staring at a particular crown. Oh, yeah? The crown of the fire eater. Okay, yeah, it's certainly a handsome crown. Um, it's like, uh, a golden crown, but there's like a wreath of flames which dances around it. Um, and she kind of saddles up to you as you look at it, and she says, 
Yeah, the Fire Eater. I had a feeling you'd like this one. Um, was it when you're? The, was it the hmm? fact that I'm actually a heater right next to you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ariado but... leans on her a little bit. Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah. While you're wearing while you're wearing this crown, uh, you gain a resistance to fire. Um, there's the major one which costs ten thousand gold, and the greater one which costs two thousand gold. The greater will give you resistance ten, and the major one will give you resistance fifteen. On top of that, once per day, when you are about to take fire damage, you actually swallow the flames into your stomach. You... Um, and uh, that increases your resistance to uh, 35, and you heal that number of HP instead. <laughs> it only works once per day, but you can literally eat fires with this crown on. Ariado takes out a thousand platinum. Oh shit, okay. And Her slams it on the table and yoinks it. <laughs> well, here you go, the crown of the fire eater. Um, it is, it is gorgeous. Um, I think it fits right, like just on the small of your head. It's not a massive crown or anything, but it looks, it goes well with you, you know? It looks, it looks right. <laughs> I think uh, it's actually, you know what? I think it's more like a little circlet. I think it goes like around your forehead. Um, so it's not like super obtrusive. Um, but it does give you like nearly like a fiery halo. <laughs> and I'll let you decide if it's like uh, highlighting your head from behind or literally like a circle over your head. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be playing with Ariadne's design for a little while. <laughs> Fair enough. How much does do armor runes cost? Um, armor runes? Uh, they can cost. Yeah. Uh, depends on what kind. Uh, what about the winged one? The winged rune. Oh god, yeah, you could get that, huh? Um, she kind of like uh, as you're looking at her rune stones. Uh, she kind of like uh, glances and sees that you have you're looking at the winged ones and um, she says oh yeah this is um, this is expensive but I think you'll like it um, how expensive well there's the greater one which costs 35,000 gold Woof. I know but the uh, regular one costs 2,500 and basically, once per hour, it lets you get a fly speed. Oh. Um, basically, see, you would draw it onto your armor, and then it would create a large pair of transparent ephemeral wings. Ooh. Um, How long does this last once per hour? Uh, that will last five minutes. That sounds very useful, actually. Would you like it? Yes. Uh, I think she uh, grins as uh, she kind of tilts her head and says, "That'll be two thousand five hundred gold, please." Here you go. Mary hands over. Um. So Royari, you now have the ability at last to fly without turning into a dragon by gaining a beautiful pair of angelic wings. I win. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, that's gonna be. You can now fly. Wonderful. Uh, is there anything else that you guys want to do? Um. Uh, Volio. Uh, kind of like picks up a boot. It's like on a counter. He's like, "That's it." Well, I'll say what it looks like. It looks like a fucking Reptar cosplay boot. From the fucking oh god! You cut off Godzilla's feet. Uh, she looks over and says, Oh, the dinosaur boots! Oh? Yeah, um, I think... I had a feeling you might like them. Uh, they're scaled leather boots uh, made from a mighty dinosaur. Uh, and if you wear them, it'll grant you the steadiness of a lumbering beast. Uh, anytime something would try to push you, you can roll a flat check, and if you succeed... It doesn't move you. But more importantly, once per day, as a single action, you grow, gain the effects of enlarged to size huge. During this time, you gain dinosaur features. Your legs and feet transform into a dinosaur. You get a foot attack, which works like your fist attack, except it does a higher damage. Once during the duration, you can trample opponents. And sorry, it does a D8 instead of a D6. Uh, with your foot attack because you're so goddamn big. Basically, it lets hey, you Jerry. turn into a rampaging dinosaur to wreck cities with. Hey, Jerry. Yeah. I will get these mm -hmm. if you let them. If if you let me like flavor how they look. Okay, play with me. What is? How do you want them to look? They can be dinosaur boots. Mm -hmm. Um. But Volio's got feathers for hair. I want these to be like up to the knee boots, okay. and I want it to make—I want it to make him look like a harpy. You know what? I'll work with that. Sure, it okay. can. Dinosaurs had feathers. I will allow this to Dinosaurs work. Dinosaurs did have feathers. Um, I'd say okay. Instead of reptile boots, then they kind of look like uh, giant chicken feet, nearly. Yeah. And I think if you, when you use them, you would turn into an Archaeopteryx style Volio with like sharp teeth and big flappy wings. Yes. <laughs> Are you happy? Is that what you want? <laughs> Very. All right. That's 9,500 gold for the greater one. Uh, if that's oh, too yeah. much, I'll barter with you, but yeah. Uh, no, I have enough for that. Okay. Well, there you go. And, um, Gertie smiles and says, Well, uh, that'll be 9,500. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. And he clunks a big, like, pouch of platinum onto the desk. She is salivating. <laughs> and she nods and smiles and says, Thank you so much, everyone. It's really, it's wonderful to have you back. Uh, thank you for visiting. Bye-bye now. Get out. Bye. Adam yeah, looks at her. You You're just kicking us out. Considers yep. for a second. It's it's getting late. I gotta close up. Have a good night. All right. I'm at the end of my world, Pierre Gertie. Well, bye. Bye. Okay. I think you guys get you <laughs> you leave. <laughs> I want you to know that uh, Ariado is looking back at the building considering for a second <laughs> you would super get arrested <laughs> no uh, no it's, it's... what's she gonna do leave the shop <laughs> <laughs>
to call the guards? I will call the guards, my god. You call the guards on me. <laughs> no, I would simply drag you back to camp. I would I would I would ground you. <laughs> I would say no more fire magic for a week. Hey, that's my entire thing. I'm an oracle. Wait, hang on a second. I'm an oracle. How does that work? <laughs> well, I would say don't cast the fucking spells. Oh my god. And I think as you guys leave, Gertie kind of wipes her brow a little bit as the door closes and just... I don't know how much longer they're going to believe that kind of stuff. And then she brings her hands to her face and with a click, she takes it off. What? I'm sorry. I think that's a pretty good place to end this episode. Very. Very. I think we should tell us what just happened. No. And then we can end. No. <laughs> Alright, stop recording! I... This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Torbjorn, Introduction, Sophia Varlera, G. Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Kiki, Sarah B., Seth, Ravona Darklow, Kira, Lichelope, Gizmo, Talison, Matthew, Cass, Fable McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Eva, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Emlyn, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Sky Evangeline, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Laderna, John the Book Hoarder, SS66 Seeker, Lynx, and Dame Valerie the Turd. If you'd like to see what you can get for your support, check out patreon.com slash dicewillroll and help us keep it rolling. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.